Welcome to the London and Newcastle podcast. I am Alessia Zuccarelli and today we're going to be speaking to Dr. Andrea Zuccarelli about entrance tests and getting into university and overcoming some of the difficulties that you inevitably meet along the way. Andrea, thank you for taking the time to come and speak on my podcast today. So I was just wondering if you would like to introduce yourself and um, tell the listeners what you do. Cool, yeah, so my name's Andrea. I am a doctor here in Belfast in the UK. Um, I've been here for the last two and a half years after graduating from University of Milan and yeah cool so um obviously i know the story a little bit but you um took so you didn't go straight from high school into um university you took i think it was two years that you were out of school before you went into university um is that right no well actually it was closer to four years um okay i thought it was less no, I finished. So we finished high school in two thousand seven, in November, and I started university in twenty eleven, in September time. So just under four years, actually. Okay, so it took you a while then to like find your road and everything, but it isn't yeah. because um, it isn't because you didn't know what you wanted to do. So maybe if you tell um, us a little bit about why it took you a little bit longer to get into your chosen field. Yeah. So, well, we we studied, well, we went to high school in South Africa. That's where we were born and that's where we grew up. And then um, sort of towards the end of high school, uh, our parents decided to move to Italy Um I kind of knew from a younger age that I wanted to do medicine, um, but didn't apply straight to South Africa because I decided to go with my family over to Italy uh, and try apply to medicine there. So I guess through that process, I mean, initially the first year, the challenging thing was trying to learn the language. And then, uh, I mean, I applied to see if I could get in and, and was unsuccessful on that occasion. And then, uh, sort of tried the year after again in Italian and that didn't really work out. Um, I still fell short of the application points needed. So so that kind of sent me on a, a journey of trying to figure out if medicine was what I wanted to do or trying to find something else that I could do, you know, instead of it. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I didn't really... I mean, I tried after having failed to get into medicine on two occasions in Italy, uh, obviously with language barriers and all that, I decided to try my hand at different things. I, I taught at a kindergarten for a while, um, and then I decided to study IT for you, which failed miserably. Yeah. I was useless at it, and then... <laughs> I think after a few sort of long, hard looks at my life and not really knowing yeah. what to do, I figured medicine was always the one thing I did really 
that was the one thing I was really sure of. So I decided to uh, to give a real uh, good go of applying, um, not just in Italy, but also elsewhere and seeing how that would turn out for me. Yeah. So do you feel like um, doing those other things and kind of, um, you know, being a little bit older when you went in, do you feel like that was... Uh, that worked in your favor in the end or do you feel like you were um always a little bit behind uh like in that sense yeah no i definitely think that the the crucial sort of factor for me was having tried different things having worked for a year having studied something else and uh just living life for a bit um, gave me some perspective and made me realize that really uh, I was I was desperate almost to do medicine because I, uh, that is something I really saw my, myself in a career I saw myself in and um, if I really wanted it then I'd have to go for it sort of all out rather than just kind of trying and, and and not doing it and then giving up. Yeah. yeah so like it kind of um, brought everything into like a focus for you that you realized that it was going to take a lot of work and sacrifice. And then um, that is actually probably what got you through. Cause I guess like, um, unlike other degree fields, you're committing to a really long period of studying um, so I think some people can go into a three-year degree and just think, oh, you know, this isn't exactly what I love, but whatever, I'll do it anyway and just get the piece of paper. But I think when you're studying to be a doctor, you know that you're signing up for a lot more than that. So I think in like in that case, you know, that like life experience really helped you. Um, and just in terms of like trying to get into universities, and um, having to do a lot of like entrance tests and things like that. Um, how did you deal with, and what tips would you give to deal with um, not always being successful? Like when you know that you're capable, and I think this happens to a lot of people, that you know you're capable of doing better, especially like in a test or an exam, but your, your marks just aren't reflecting mm. what you're capable of. Like how do you push through that and not... Um, not like start to think, okay, maybe, maybe I am, maybe I do lack the potential or what it takes to get into this field. Yeah. Uh, so I think the most important starting point is uh, maintaining that self-belief that you have what it takes. Um, at the end of the day, you know, everyone who has been successful has failed at something mm. um, and they've probably failed at the thing they've tried to do. Uh, a few times before being successful at it. So I think the most important thing is have self-belief. If yeah. if you if you are certain that you have what it takes, then don't listen to what other people are saying, and try not be discouraged by not achieving the results you'd hope to at first, or not you know getting accepted that first time. Um, it seems like a, a big deal when you are 18 or 19 yeah. not to get straight into something and that you're wasting your life or something like that. 
but mm. with a bit of time and a few years of perspective, I can guarantee that um, a year out doesn't actually do anyone any harm, um, even mm. two, three years out. It's not the end of the world. It's not a train smash. If you know what you want with your life and you are just unsuccessful in getting there at that point, then just keep trying. Um, yeah. And I'd say the most critical step would be finding out where you can improve um a lot of applications these days and universities uh if you write to them and get in touch will let you know what you're missing or what you didn't do so well there are a lot of areas in which you can find constructive criticism and feedback and there are also loads of courses you can take uh, with a little bit of self-reflection and some help from other people you can certainly find out where you can improve and yeah. And work hard to improve on those weaker areas so that when you do reapply things will be easier for you yeah and you you're not trying to just do the same thing again and hope that it will go better you're actually trying to improve on areas that you know weren't so great yeah. but I think what you said was really interesting about the self-reflection because I think sometimes it actually does take just saying right okay uh, this is a, a weakness for me. So either I need to work harder on my strengths to make those stand out, or I need to uh, work on this in particular, like maybe, you know, get some lessons or get some outside help. Um, mm. Did you, like, what is your experience with that? How did you uh, aim to improve? Well, for me, um, the the tests that you do in Italy, so in Italy, you only take a written test they don't care what your high school marks are. They don't care what your extracurricular activities were. They don't care about anything but the fact that you've actually done high school. And then a written test, not an interview, will determine whether or not you are accepted into medical school. So this written test was comprised of some um, situational judgment, um, logical reasoning, and um, problem-solving questions. And then sort of half of the paper was focused on basic sciences. Um, I wasn't ever too bad at the reasoning um, and the sort of situational judgment and those kind of problem-solving questions. Um, having been out of uni for a while, I was a bit rusty on my sciences and my maths. But the one main area that I, I always struggled with was biology because I never actually did that at high school. So... Uh, a big point for me was actually learning high school biology, going away for a summer yeah. and just locking myself in a room and studying what my 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 peers did in high school, yeah. um, so that I could catch myself up on that. And then just practicing until I felt like I could actually answer those questions reasonably well. Okay. Um, I, I obviously like I think with a lot of people. Um, there is an element of luck as well and certainly that that does have its role um, in some application systems and, and things mm -hmm. um, but I guess the purpose of practicing studying working on your weaknesses and working on focus sort of highlighting your strengths would be so that you reduce that overall uh, amount of luck that you need to yeah, sort of a fractional amount that makes sense. I think 
that uh, Italian system is particularly tough because not everybody tests well. You know, some people will go into an exam and, and do really well under the pressure. And some people just, no matter how hard they've studied, they just crumble under the pressure. So I think that's really tricky for people who, who struggle with exams. And then in that case, it would probably be a matter of working on like exam technique and, um, you know, trying to just do better under pressure. Um, so it can, like you said, it can sometimes just come down to luck. Um, and I know that you also did uh, the ACT test, which is like the SAT, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so how being in a, you know, you know, you did high school in South Africa and then um, you were living in Europe. How did you prepare for an American test? Yeah, so I guess with a bit of context, I... When I decided after sort of two years in Italy, um, when I decided having done IT and working for a while, that I really wanted to go for medicine again, I would open up my options. I just missed the UK deadline at that stage, but um, I decided I'd try to various universities in Italy, including private ones that were taught in English. And then I would try for the American universities with the aim of, well, you know, if, if on the off chance I can get a scholarship or something, maybe I can afford that. So I decided to apply for uh, the sort of American pre-medical school college degrees. Um, and the requirement to do or the requirement for those applications were either the SAT exam or the ACT exam. Um, and I chose to go with the ACT. I think it was mostly based on the timing and location and availability of being able to actually physically do the exam before okay. the, the application date. Um, I don't think there was too much discrepancy in terms of the actual material, if I can remember correctly. I mean, it is it's like eight years ago now, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I went with the ACT and it it was interesting. I think um, there's no real way nowadays. I mean, you can literally find any resource anywhere. Uh, there's a plethora of information on YouTube on just Googling stuff. You'll find mm -hmm. out exactly what you need. Um, I think I, I managed to get my hands on a textbook to prepare myself for the ACT to find out a little bit more about the format of the exam and sort of what kind of questions are asked and then just study around that. I think in terms of resource using a textbook with maybe some questions and then uh, studying the actual material. So the exam, I think if I remember correctly had some science, maths, English, and there was like a reading component, I think a writing component as well, like an essay or something. Mm. And uh, I was never too worried about reading and writing, but yeah. the the other questions definitely did require a bit of studying and um, practicing questions. So I would just use mostly school textbooks and uh, whatever information I could get, as well as the book for the ACT. So. Yeah. And then did you spend a lot of time doing um, past exams? Yeah, I think so. If memory serves, it was a lot of past questions is the best way to prepare for the 
sort of math sciencey bits. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, um, I, like as you know, I did the GRE myself, and it was mm-hmm. it's run by the same ETS um, organization, and it was similar in the sense that it was it had those like separate components, and then. Um, you, you kind of the best way to prepare for it was kind of with past papers but I had a different problem in the sense that nowadays like you you mentioned with YouTube and everything with the information that's online it was kind of like an overload of information and you can kind of get lost in this black hole of a million past papers and you can never do enough and you kind of never really focusing on one air like you kind of just trying to focus on a million things at once and that isn't particularly helpful either so I think it's also really important to try and find you know a healthy balance between studying um and uh, studying the actual material like you said with the textbook and then doing past papers but also limiting yourself maybe to like one um you know like one textbook or one program online or something like that rather than trying to do especially if you you have a limited amount of time rather than trying Mm. to do a million things because you can kind of get like lost in how much there is to do um so and did you like on the the day of the test and I remember you had you were quite sick but um (laughs) did you (laughs) did you find that um you you know you did you feel that you tested well? Do you feel that your results, you know, uh, corresponded to your capabilities? Mm, uh, yes and no. Um, I think, so first of all, answering that question, I honestly, having been quite ill that morning, have very little recollection of how the test itself went. Um <laughs> I remember finishing it all and answering all the questions and didn't think there was anything that went particularly badly. I know there were definitely questions that I didn't know the answers to and probably guessed a bit. But I think overall, I felt like I represented myself at least reasonably well. I mean, I always feel like I I never leave a test feeling I nailed it. I always feel like I could have done better. And Mm. I tend to sort of dissect things afterwards and think about what could have answered differently and things um I suppose I left feeling like I probably if I were healthy would have done a lot better but was still satisfied probably with how I I performed going back to what you were saying about the overload of information though I definitely think I'm a big believer in um your or just our approach to taking tests like these um and having the right frame of mind going into it. I think people undervalue or underestimate the power of having a positive attitude, being in a good frame of mind and sort of uh, understanding um, how to approach questions Mm. rather than actual knowledge so i mean the knowledge is always important and everyone who are everyone who is sort of preparing themselves for tests like these and and entrance tests and applications you always need knowledge and you always need to have that and that's a starting point but really what is intangible is the approach to the exam understanding how people ask questions and the kind of answers they want 
um, yeah. and understanding format just just as important. So I would have taken time to learn how the questions were formulated and learning the layout of the paper and understanding that you know there's a way to approach these things systematically and yeah. breaking down the concepts rather than just knowing everything as well. I think yeah. that's really important and people underestimate it a lot. So I think it counts a lot in, yes, you focus on past papers, but at the end of the day, uh, you should put in um, as much work as you can without working yourself to a bone. I don't think you need to be uh, doing hours non-stop for these kind of things. I think you need to do focused amount of work each day um, and limit yourself to sort of a time. Yeah. Rather than rather than just doing it endlessly because I think you get mm -hmm. to a certain point where uh, you are saturated and any mm -hmm. more is actually not going to change how you perform on the day. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the rest and the frame of mind that you go into it so being healthy being well nourished yeah. and well rested is just as important yeah that's true actually um and i think a lot of people like you said completely undervalue and underestimate the fact that a lot of the times they're looking at um your ability to approach questions and your analytical skills i definitely found that was the case because the maths in the GRE exam, it's a graduate level exam, but the maths is only high school. Mm. So you kind of think, oh, okay, like that's easy. I can do that. Um, but actually they, you know, they kind of manipulate that maths in such a way that it, it's tricky and it requires a lot of logical thinking and really quickly as well, because you've only got like 90 seconds per uh, maths yeah. question. And the same is true with English. Um, you know, they have really, really tough reading comprehension questions or vocab. So uh, like you said, it's, it is important to learn as much as you can, but there's no ways that in a limited amount of time you can learn the entire um, English dictionary. Like it's just, no, no. you know, so you also have to learn how to, um, you know, go through the process of elimination and things like that which is as important as actually studying. Obviously, no one would suggest going in there without having studied at all, but it is really important to have those exam skills that I think, as you said, people um, kind of can tend to overlook. Yeah, definitely. Um, and the other thing is, like, exam conditions. What? How did you find it? Did you find the exam where you wrote it really, um, you know, was it conducive to in terms, you know, sometimes there can be things that distract you or even things like small things like temperature or um, the reason I ask is because I didn't realize I wouldn't be allowed to take water in with me. So that was a four hour exam, I think with only a 10 minute break halfway where I could have a glass of water. Um, but I find that I get a headache after a while. So at home I was practicing like not with snacks or anything, but with water. And then on the day, in the second half of the test, I was really struggling because I was I feeling like I needed to be hydrated. Um, so did you come across anything like that on your test? No. So I, I, I did the test. It was February time, so it was winter in, in Milan, which was fairly cold. But uh, I remember it was at the American school in, in Milan, 
so it was like a classroom there and um i think the conditions were okay i i do i um i'm pretty good on exam days with sort of focus and stuff i don't mm. i don't feel like like you know for you for example the water and not being able to drink i don't feel like that would affect me on the day um yeah. i always i always hate when rooms are too hot and and things like that i think that mm. can throw me off a bit but i think things were okay there i don't yeah. i don't recall it being terribly warm or anything like that but like okay. i said i don't really have the best memory of the day itself i mean with the mixture yeah. of sort of not feeling too good and, and nerves yeah. and stuff so yeah and in terms of like just going circling back to the italian tests obviously eventually you you passed how many did you do before you actually got in was it two so i did try two consecutive years in italian for the italian medical schools and then after that break of trying other stuff and coming back uh, the same year i did the act test for american colleges i did um two three i think i did three entrance tests for various medical schools in mm -hmm. italy um two of which were private schools and one of which was a public school but all of them were done that year in english for the first time because these were uh english language courses of medicine in italy and that was kind of like a novel concept that just started around that time and then you did the test that you got into yeah so including that one it was oh, free yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. so and, yeah i think yes, the the i got into i got accepted to a private school and in it in milan and then the i i finally got the offer for the one i did which is the public school there in and it was in english and did you find like the test you know i know you you said that um it's difficult because you get in only on the test so there's a lot more pressure on that kind of test but did you find other than that the preparation was kind of similar or like was it really different to how you prepared for the act no i think it was quite different um there was a heavier focus on biology in the italian system um and then like i said with that test there's half of it is actually sort of uh logical analytic reasoning and problem solving mm. and that is stuff that you absolutely can't really study for you just got to mm -hmm. do loads of questions and um that is where your your ability to think and solve problems and um recognize patterns and analyze things is is all that gets you through that um if that's a weakness of yours uh you have to practice hard at it and then make sure that you study hard to nail the mathematical and scientific side and the biology. The side that you can actually work on yeah. to make sure that you've got all of that. Yeah. Uh, so the American one, you don't, you have English as well. And then uh, math, English and science. 
whereas the Italian one, there was there was a much heavier focus on certainly the biological stuff and no no really testing your English levels. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have to say, I found the overall level of maths harder in a, the Italian system. Yeah. Um, whether that has to do with how we studied maths in high school or whatever, I didn't struggle with maths in the American test. I think that was my strongest mark, but the Italian one was much harder. Yeah, that makes it does make sense. I guess the systems of education are really different. Yeah. Um, to you know, we saw when we were living there to what we had. Like what you mentioned earlier was really the focus of our education: how to not just have knowledge, like not just to learn things off by heart, but to approach things practically and learn mm-hmm. how to evaluate things, um, you know, in, in the exam situation, not just rattle off, uh, you know, knowledge. I actually was just thinking about um, our final maths exam where they, was it the golden rule? Was, what was yeah. that? Exactly, yeah. um, you know, it was really tricky, like, because we'd never seen that before, but you kind of had to, like, come up with it on the day. I didn't get it right, I don't think, but you did. Yeah, yeah. I was. I, I mean, it's just a bit of luck, but also... Um, I think they you just used basic um, algebraic principles to get to that answer, um, which was a, sort of a question of trying to um, use uh, both algebra and trigonometry to get to um, a, uh, an equation which proves the golden ratio is what it is. Uh, I actually barely remember it but um yeah. i think i was a bit lucky as well because i managed to finish the rest of the paper quite quickly i skipped that question finished mm. the rest of the paper and went back and just sat mm. for about 15 minutes thinking about it yeah um, that's a great really strategy if you can circle back to the stuff that's tricky yeah 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 i think that's an important thing an important tool to have because uh if you stop and waste time on, on things that you aren't sure of you might miss out on easier questions later down down the paper. Exactly that you can that you can do pretty easily. Yeah. Um. So just before we go, uh, I know I was asking you earlier about like what you would say for people who are struggling and all of that. But what would you say is like the key to uh getting through? I mean, obviously, like you're in a field that's quite specialized and that you know you knew was gonna um, you know, you were gonna dedicate a good few years of your life to it. What would you say is like the driving factor for you? Would you say it's like it should be ambition or, you know, because I think motivation comes and goes. I don't know if you'd agree with me. So what is it that keeps you going through the years and to getting to the finish line and becoming a doctor? I think the motivation has always been for me. Um, it was the starting point and I think it, it continues to be the focal point of, of uh what I do and and why I do what I do and that's uh, at the very heart of it I I just want to be good at helping people Mm. um yeah I I think what motivates me what keeps me going is that uh there is never going to be an end to how much I know or how much experience I have that might end up being invaluable in saving someone's life or helping mm. someone in a dramatic way wow. um, and so 
uh, I can't stop as long as I, as long as I'm working in this field and doing what I do, I can't stop trying to improve on myself and challenge myself in my own knowledge to, to then be in a position later down the line with further experience and things to help someone in a way that I wouldn't have been able to today, for example. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I've always wanted to be in this field to help people and to make a difference in, in even just one person's life. Yeah, that makes sense. That's really good advice, I think, as well, because if you have a, a reason that's not just getting through a college degree, but actually something much bigger than that, then it isn't just this rush to get to the finish line because you realize that actually you're dedicating. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not the end of university or college is not a finish line. It's it's a, it's I wouldn't say it wouldn't be as cheesy to say it's a starting point, but it's a, <laughs> it's it's certainly a transition into some into a new challenge in some way where. Mm-hmm. You can continuously find new motivation um, and challenge yourself to to do better and to be better at what you do, um, both through trial and error and through experience and studying and learning. Um, I would never say it's a place where you can just find a job and get comfortable. And I think if yeah. you do that, you should really reevaluate things. Yeah, that makes sense. That's cool. Thank you so much for taking the time yeah. to come and talk with us today. Cool. And, uh, yeah. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it and that you found some useful tips uh, in this episode with Andrea. If you did enjoy it, please don't forget to leave us a positive review. Until next time.